0: Today's reading is from the book of Matthew, chapter three, verses 13 through 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him and he saw God's spirit descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from the heavens said, this is my son, the beloved with whom I am well pleased. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. let's pray holy God you are there even when we do not notice open our eyes anew to what you do through us in Jesus name I pray amen this photo is shared was shared by David Attenborough on his Facebook page And I think I happen to get it because Facebook knows that if there's an animal on it, I will stop and look. And somehow David Attenborough posts a lot of animals and I see most of them and love them. But when I saw this one, I could not resist the thought of a baptismal concept. That is not why the picture was taken or what it means. But for you and I to just briefly pause with this photo and ask yourselves, who are you in this photo? And who is God? The focus of our scripture today is getting all wet and totally dripping with baptismal water. So I've left the baptismal font from last Sunday's baptism, which was absolutely gorgeous. I've left it front and center with the pitcher, which had water in it. Because in our baptism, we are reminded of God's unfailing steadfast love kind of like this picture God first spoke through Isaiah saying I have called you by name you are mine when you pass through the waters I will be with you and through the rivers and they shall not overwhelm you that is your assurance now, this photo is a drawing from the Mafa Jesus community in Cameroon from the 1970s. Here on the shores of the Jordan River, people gather. They've come from Jerusalem and all of Judea, whatever that means, and all of the region around the Jordan, whatever the actual figure is, it's a huge number. They are coming to hear from John, who was called the baptizer. They were listening and submitting to his suggestion, come, Not John didn't suggest much. He told them, come and receive a baptism of repentance. And people heard and they responded. Imagine, if they've come from Jerusalem and Judea and all of the region around the Jordan, how many people passed by, and it wasn't just one day. This was a huge event. How many droves of people came and left John? Yet somehow he recognizes Jesus of Nazareth as the Son of God. I would like to think that all people started to run together in John's mind because that would make him more human to me. But obviously not. He knew exactly who Jesus was when he approached him like Simeon and Anna in the temple, who recognized the wee babe, Jesus, in Mary and Joseph's arms. He was just known. So I wonder if John standing on the Jordan had people around him who were kind of arm wrestling for his attention after all this is the first prophet we've heard from in hundreds of years this must be god working around us they're not running to jesus they're running to john and i wonder if there was a bit of competition amongst themselves and then what do we hear that that scott read to us there's jesus john saying to jesus "No, no 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 i i must be baptized by you and jesus no I'm going to be baptized by you. And in fact, these are the first words of Jesus in Matthew. Submitting, not domineering, submitting. Allow me, please, allow me to be baptized by you. It's necessary to fulfill all righteousness, said Jesus. Now, Jesus' words seem incidental. But if you think about it I first thought righteousness oh you must do these certain things to be righteous instead Jesus is saying I am going to be baptized by you as your representative so that you know what I go through you may also go through and what I do you can also do it's baptism becomes not just one purification of one holy person but a representation, a melding, a blending, surrendering into Jesus being for you. So Jesus, through baptism, and baptism alone, becomes a representative of all that can happen to you through God. Now, you might have thought baptism was a one and done. Mm-mm. Sure, the event is. But in baptism, you invite. The holy spirit upon you And do you really think the holy spirit says ah i'm finished with you now i'm gone all the potential of jesus is now on you as well so what is not sure of course is the condition of the water now, i was baptized in the river jordan and it was nice and calm and muddy like this But is it always is a river always calm artists tend to depict the river as calm because that's calm is more holy for us and this is a holy moment but couldn't the water have easily have been instead of mild tumultuous rivers are they controllable are they manageable after this week's storms you all know no a little dry creek becomes a, a potential disaster for homes so is following god's path always smooth as mahfa jesus community put it in this painting and many paintings well you know the answer to that it is not always smooth it may look smooth but that does that mean that the river has no force Mm. You also know that water is not tame. Oceans, rivers—they become gigantic waves that crash into sea walls, removing tons of stabilizing boulders, wharfs, trees, cliffs. You've watched the mo- the, the news this past week, and I love the words of author Annie Dillard, who suggests that church ushers Sally that would be you today that church ushers should pass out life preservers along with the communion elements and bulletins we often walk into this room or you at home you walk to your place of home sanctuary thinking ah this is my quiet time with God well maybe maybe not Jesus insisted that he be baptized. And now we know that he clearly identifies with us. So therefore, we also hear the voice of God in our baptism. And as Reverend Diana said last week, every baptism is a reminder of your baptism. You don't just watch an absolutely adorable Wyatt clap his hands and say, amen you also remember that you too have been touched and the promises that are made and the water that is blessed has happened to you. You, standing in that font or in that pew or in the chair in your home, you are now the beloved child. With all of our differences, we share the one identity that Jesus has given us. Yes, Jesus was the beloved child. He didn't keep that to himself. He gave it to you. The words of liturgical artist Gwen Mayharg, in her words, she said, this should be one of the most encouraging verses in the Bible. At the time of his baptism, Jesus had yet to perform any miracles or miracle. He had not yet done the stuff, yet still. God was pleased with him we do not have to perform for God to be well for God to be well pleased pleased by God is already there for you and God calls us beloved beloved comes with a next point of action God touches you with water hey you you are my beloved child in whom I will I am well pleased and I have a couple of things I would like you to do the best part about the couple of things God would like us to do we have absolutely no idea that it's God standing behind us guiding us to the things that you do in the ministry of your life we tend to think oh I thought of that great idea of a day of service well there's somebody behind you there's that living water so use this as the example the story you know well the woman escaping her judgmental community runs to the well at noonday to avoid the wagging tongues and she meets there jesus conversation he offers her living water you'll never thirst again well, practically of course I want this it's called plumbed water I want it down in my home right now in Somaria. and that's not of course what Jesus meant you will never thirst again and I need you to do just one thing I need you to go back and tell them what you have seen and what you have heard and she did living water made her who was trying to escape from her community, go back to her community as the beloved of God and say, you know what? I need you guys to know your belovedness as well. That's my interpretation of how she went back and said, you've got to come here, this person who's told me so much. You have experienced tumultuous waters this past week and then a tumultuous election of the speaker of the house who are you judging want to be careful about that because that's actually not one of the things jesus has called us to do the fact that belovedness is freely given means it passes my boundaries as well i always have a hard time with that so we'll come back to something that i find easy This renewal of baptism is a tradition I have experienced in many churches and absolutely love. And we may have a touch of this in the community gathering on the 29th. But what it does is causes us to bring to front and center in our minds, this belovedness, this shared beloved community that Jesus calls us to live in tumultuous waters, elections and storms also. Baptism may look calm, but it is not. Matthew, could you give me the wave? There it is. You know very well the times when God's movement through you, through your community, through changes, feels like a crashing wave. So I'd like to give you an end with one more example. A parallel reading for today one of the lectionary readings is peter's experience in acts chapter 10. peter uh disciple a little clumsy became leader of the church this great apostle and he's sitting sunning himself on top of a lovely roof waiting for lunch he's a bit hungry and he dozes off and has this crazy dream you can follow it along in acts chapter 10 but you're not going to read it in the jane esterline version he has this crazy dream and there's a sheep that comes out of heaven and in it are all of these animals that his grandmother and mother told him he was never allowed to eat and the voice of God said Peter rise eat no I don't do that I'm a good boy three times this dream this image repeats itself and each time when Peter says no God says what I have called clean is clean what God does not say is have you gotten the message yet well I think that's what he meant but the Bible is doesn't always tell us all of the subscript that's what preachers like to do and then God tells Peter in the dream you're gonna have to wake up now because somebody's coming and I need you to go with him well that's somebody do you know who the somebody is Roman centurion Cornelius wasn't it wasn't cornelius it was his his um staff who came knocked on peter's door and peter's i can imagine his peter's staff is shaking in their boots because when the the representatives of roman centurion centurions come to your door you know what happens next and the message to peter is our master is inviting you to come and dine with him now peter can put all of this together I just had that dream three times there's a Roman centurion sitting right at my door inviting me to eat I'm not supposed to eat food that isn't prepared by my tradition Peter invites the guests in and then the next day Peter goes to Cornelius's house Cornelius prepares a meal Peter sits and eats with them and explains and answers the questions can you tell me about this God of yours and Peter does And they eat together and Peter said you know in my tradition I'm not supposed to do this but God just told me that what God calls clean is clean and I have to switch my mind around that and then the lovely other baptism so we have Jesus's baptism we have Peters baptism by a huge wave hey Peter I need you to go to Cornelius's house and have dinner and then Cornelius wants to be baptized and Peter says what what prevents us from baptizing you another baptism Peter celebrates God's movement he has a couple of hiccups along the way if you want to read acts 15 Peter starts to waver a little bit but st. Paul comes in but that's another story in Jesus's baptism God has declared that we are enough let me make it personal that you are enough in jesus's baptism we now journey through this sense of learning ourselves that we are enough to make somebody else part of the beloved community the woman who ran to her village come you people who i was trying desperately to avoid sorry that's off the plate now come and learn peter wanting to avoid the centurions and the romans in general come let's eat together let's be baptized our journey through baptism is only a beginning So live into your baptism because that's what god does through you amen